Hi, my name's Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. If you've been listening to all my previous episodes so far, you'll probably have got the message that I place a lot of emphasis on sleep. I believe our current mental health epidemic really is about the lack of sleep that we're getting. What's one of the major causes of it? And sleep is really so powerful. We're still trying to understand the science behind it. But sleep is this biological response that we've got that is so helpful to our mental health. So I wanted to focus today's episode on sleep tips, how to get better sleep. Because what we've done is we've taught ourselves how not to sleep. If you feel that you can't sleep, you really struggle to sleep, I get asked these questions a lot, how can I sleep better? I want to remind you that you know how to sleep. You were never taught it, you did it a lot as a baby. And it's a biological response that we must do. It's almost like breathing or blinking. We can do it without thinking. But what we've done is we've taught ourselves how not to sleep. And we've done that now because we've got video games, Netflix, social media, 24-hour news, all designed to keep us awake. So how can you get better sleep? I'm going to give you today loads of tips on sleep. Obviously, you don't have to do all of them, but pick one or two that you think you'll find quite easy and make a start there. But have a think about some of these. So I'm going to go down my long list of some sleep tips. First thing I talk about is cutting down caffeine. You're not going to like me for that one. Those of you that love your coffee and tea. Caffeine has a huge effect on the quality of your sleep. You might feel that you can sleep even with caffeine, that you're so used to it, that you're still getting some sleep. But I guarantee you the quality of that sleep is not good. You're not getting the deep sleep phases that you need. It might be disrupting your REM sleep phase. So have a think about how much caffeine that you take in. Now, caffeine is obviously present in things like coffee and tea. It's also in all those energy drinks that you know about. So there's a tiny little bit in chocolate, not enough to make a difference. So uh, I'm not going to put chocolate onto that list. Um, But do think about where your caffeine's coming from and how much you're having. Now, often in my talks, I will be very controversial and say, right, no caffeine, cut down all the caffeine. And I'm doing that to get people's attention because it's quite a bold statement. But let's be realistic. Start cutting down your caffeine. So maybe switching to decaf. I honestly cannot tell the difference in taste between caffeinated and decaf. So when people say, no, I don't like decaf, I might challenge that one. I can't tell the difference between the taste. Um, Maybe cutting down coffees and teas after 12 o'clock at lunchtime or two o'clock in the afternoon just to, you know, just to let that caffeine disperse out of your system because caffeine has a quarter life of about 12 hours. Now, that means if you have uh, a coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon, you will still have a quarter of that in your system at three o'clock the following morning. You might get some sleep, but it won't be good quality sleep. And so what happens is you wake up in the morning feeling a bit groggy, reaching for more caffeine to wake yourself up and the cycle begins again. 
So have a little think about how much caffeine you take in. Now, the same can be said of alcohol as well. Alcohol also disrupts your sleep cycles because it makes you feel a little bit dehydrated. So although the idea of a nightcap is lovely and might make you feel that you can sleep a little bit better, do avoid alcohol before bedtime as well. Now, I'm no Puritan. I like a glass of wine, but it's not something I would have every single night of the week. It's very rare in the evenings that I'll have one, uh, maybe on a Friday night or something, but it's not a habit to help me sleep. It's a little bit of a myth if you feel that uh, a little nightcap will help you sleep. So do have a think about that. Now, your bedroom, make sure it's cool. So not too hot, not too cold just a nice cool temperature. I sleep with the window slightly open all year round. It's just got to have that fresh air in it. Um, Although we would think we would love a cozy, warm bedroom, especially in winter, being too hot will just keep you awake. It won't let you drop into a deep sleep phase. So have a bedroom that's quite cool. And also make sure your bedroom is quite dark easier in winter months. But during the summer, if you can have something like blackout blinds, making sure, you know, that they are not even little shards of light that might keep you awake, do make sure you've got a nice darkness around you. Remember, as cave people, we awoke with the sunrise and we went to bed at sunset. So we need to make sure we're getting that sort of body rhythm right, that our body will take that signal from light and dark. And that leads me to my next tip. Uh, Make sure you go to bed at a regular time. We we wake up at a regular time, but make sure you go to bed at a regular-ish time as well. Now, at least 30 minutes before that bedtime, ideally an hour really, do switch off all your digital media. So phones, work laptops, that kind of thing. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do anything, you know, do something relaxing before bed. You still might want to listen to some music, uh, read some nice fiction, but don't do anything that's sort of um, challenging for the mind too much, you know, reading a theory book or swatting up on something before you go to bed. Do have a nice little wind down at that time before you go to bed. This will get your mind and your body used to bedtime. You're giving your mind and your body signals that we are going to go to bed soon. So this is our wind down routine. So do relaxing things. The other thing I would say is avoid the news before bed. So there's never any good news that we read. It's always bad news. So that really isn't the last thought that you want that would make you go to sleep you will be vigilant. You will remain vigilant if you've seen something that makes you feel alert before you go to bed. And remember, vigilance comes from the primitive brain. What we're trying to do is calm that primitive brain down. Now, when you wake up in the morning, a good tip is to get some natural light on your head. What that does is it stops the sleep hormone melatonin being produced. Melatonin is a a sleep hormone hormone that really gives your body the signal that it's uh, sleep time. So what you want to do is in the morning to switch that off, get some natural light on your head. Even in the middle of the winter, natural daylight is still stronger than indoor light. 
it really does reset your body clock. So once that melatonin stops being produced, your body will say, right, I'm going to be awake for at least 12 hours now. So if you can just sit in your garden or just go for a little walk around the block in the morning, that will just start and reset your body clock to say, right, this is morning and it'll give you enough time for that melatonin to be dormant. And then in 12 hours time, it will start to get produced again, getting you ready for sleep and making you feel sleepy. Another thing that can sometimes make us feel sleepy is a heavy meal. Um, I talk about sometimes, oh, if I've had a heavy meal, I'll say I've gone into a food coma and I really do want to have a sleep. We all know this after our Christmas dinners and things, don't we? But really, it's not conducive to a good night's sleep to have a very heavy meal just before bed. So do give yourself at least two, three hours to let that meal digest before you go to bed. You don't want that sitting uh, in your tummy for sleep. Yes, you want to relax because the opposite of fight or flight is rest and digest, but rest is different to sleep. So um, definitely don't be falling asleep after a meal. You're not really going to digest. Your body will be very dormant. So although you'll want to relax, try not to sleep after a heavy meal and make sure your evening meal is a, a little bit earlier than normal. Another tip is don't take your phone into the bedroom. Now, this can prove quite controversial sometimes at some of my talks. A lot of people will say, oh, but Jin, my phone is my alarm. I would suggest getting an alarm clock in that case. Because if you take your phone into the bedroom, you remain vigilant again from the primitive brain. You're not going to sleep. Why would you sleep if you're on alert for something? And the alert might not be something negative, you know, if you, you know, get up in the night to uh, go to the loo and you come back to bed, you just want to check the time on your phone, you might see that, oh, someone's just liked my Facebook post or someone's given me a like on my Instagram page. You know, you're just alert again. And that's not conducive to a good night's sleep. Another tip is don't watch TV in the bedroom. Make sure your TV is uh, away from the bedroom. Make sure your bedroom is just the place to sleep. Having the TV in the bedroom, again, makes you vigilant. You might feel that you want to fall asleep to a film or your favorite series, but really it doesn't allow for a good night's sleep. Next tip, get smart about napping. Oh, I love a nap. It's so good for you. And if you can get smart about your naps, they can actually help you to get a good night's sleep sometimes. On my website, ginlally.com, I've written a blog called The Secret Art of Napping. And in that, I'll give you some tips on how to get a good nap because naps don't have to disrupt your sleep at night. It might be something that you need, but if you can get smart about it, it can actually be quite helpful. Another tip is don't drink too many liquids in general before bed. You can guess why. You don't want your sleep to be disrupted too much um, by getting up and going to the loo as well. Your mind will wake you up uh, when it feels your bad bladder is full for obvious reasons. So although we talk about, you know, making sure we're well hydrated, too many liquids before bed are, are not really good for you as well. Next tip is exercise and move daily. Get your body tired. 
get your body physically tired for bed. That doesn't mean you have to go run a marathon every day, but you know, just doing some good housework, getting the heart rate up a little bit, going for walks, getting fresh air, that kind of thing, taking the, the dog for a long walk will make you feel that you want to come back home and now it's time for bed again. You know, at the end of the day, you've got your body physically tired. And my last tip is this, focus on relaxation, not just sleep. Sometimes you can make yourself feel that sleep is the enemy. If you struggle to sleep, you really feel that, oh no, you've made sleep and bed the enemy now. But if you focus on relaxation, that takes your mind away from the problem, which is sleep, and you're being a bit more solution focused here. Relaxation comes before sleep. You need to relax in order to get to sleep. So focus on relaxation, doing something relaxing, calm thoughts, feeling a little bit settled. And I guarantee you sleep will follow. But take your mind off sleep if you feel it is a problem and focus on relaxation instead. I hope today's episode gives you lots of tips on sleep that would really give you just some little steps forward if you are struggling to sleep. But I cannot emphasize this enough. Sleep is free therapy. It's so good for you. It's something you can all do. We all know how to do it. But we need to look at our lifestyles in in modern day times and how that's disrupting our sleep patterns. If you've enjoyed my podcast, do give me a rate and a review. Let me know if any of those sleep tips have helped you as well. I'd love to I love to hear back from my listeners. I've been getting lots of messages and emails recently. So I hope that you've found this series helpful and I look forward to speaking to you next time with some more Stress Bucket Solutions. Take care.